Merry Christmas. In all of God's creation, in His great outdoors, we see trees all around us. When we aren't seeing trees, if we look around, we can see many things made from the wood that came from the trees. When we think of it, Jesus was laid in a manger at His birth, most likely made of wood. And at His death, He died on a cross of wood. From the beginning to the end of the life of Christ, we see trees. There are many lessons from the trees and the forests of this world. On today's program, we'll visit with a gentleman that has spent most of his life in the woods working with trees. He has learned how to create opportunities for the trees to grow fast, stronger, taller, and straighter. We'll hear how the forest closely correlates with our lives and how God grows us. We'll also hear about the ministries that our guest works in and how God is using him more and more as he quickly closes in on retirement. Now let's join our host, Dean Hulse, as he joins his good friend in the hunting woods as they head down the trail to adventure in God's great outdoors. Welcome to God's great outdoors, the trail to adventure. Thank you, Adam, for that lead in and Merry Christmas to everybody. This will be uh, Christmas weekend when this comes out and we are, it's interesting because we are in Auburn, Indiana. I'm actually hunting with a great friend of mine that we met through my devotionals several years ago and Paul Branch is alongside of me. Thanks Dean and uh, I would uh, agree it's been a great four or five years getting your devotions, getting to know you a little bit, turkey hunted with you a couple years ago and then we're just having a fantastic time here together in uh, (laughs) northeast Indiana. Yeah, we're, yes. we're, we are having a good time. We're, we're trying to get a deer with the muzzleloader uh, last night. Saw a really good buck, but not in muzzleloader range. It, yes. was, it was a great evening. And yeah. I've had a great time. This morning was slow, but we've had a great time of visiting. And being Christmas, we're going to do some discussion later on, but about trees and how what you do in, for work or what you have done for work, you're almost retired or mostly retired uh, soon. But we, you know, with Christmas and with trees, and, and I know that Christmas tree really isn't Christian symbol, I should say, but still it's part of Christmas. And we're going to talk about caring for trees and, and such, caring for forest. And we, you and I have talked a lot about the last couple of days. But before we do that, I, I thought we'd talk a little bit about Triple H and you can tell us what that is basically how you got it started and then maybe maybe you can share a story or two that have really been life-changing sure i'd be happy to do that dean and uh i'm i'm honored to be here with you today and appreciate this opportunity anytime i can uh glorify the lord through this and dean obviously you're doing this ministry work for this uh purpose so we have an organization that we started about 23 years ago uh, we named it hunters helping hunters it's a 501c3 mm-hmm. non-for-profit organization uh where we take disabled and seriously ill men, women, and children on hunting, mostly hunting trips, but some fishing trips Mm -hmm. as well. When we started the organization, I actually grew up in uh, southeast Michigan, always had a heart for uh, people that were hurting, and especially people in wheelchairs. They would catch my eye, even as a young person, I was fascinated by them, and kind of had a heart for them, you know? When we started Triple H, we call it Hunters Helping Hunters, Many years ago, I wasn't a believer at the time. I would have said I believe in Jesus, but I didn't have Jesus in my heart Mm -hmm. like I do today. But I still had some buddies that loved the outdoors, and they had compassionate hearts. Being a forester, I had access to many tracts of forest land through the company that I worked for and then private individuals as well. So over the years, uh, we've taken many people Mm -hmm. on mostly deer hunts and turkey hunts we have done bear hunt and actually sent one of our hunters on an alligator hunt in florida but back then you know it was to get these guys out in the woods 
to enjoy nature. Most of them are homebound. Many of them are in wheelchairs. So we have many different afflictions, physical afflictions that these hunters have. Men, women, and children. Uh, youngest hunter was six, a blind young man. And the oldest, I think, was 86. Really? So, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. We talked to somebody the other day, and, and I'd love to do a show with him, but Marcus, we talked to him actually on the phone, yeah. uh, met his dad. Yeah. And uh, was Marcus one of your hunters at one time when he, he was, was young? He actually was. Marcus was one of our first hunters, as a matter really? of fact. And he was, I believe he was 16 when he started hunting with us, uh, you know, 20-some years ago. His dad came along with him on that first hunt. We just set up burlap uh, blinds mm-hmm. on the ground. And they just had a wonderful time. Didn't harvest a deer, but they just really enjoyed getting out together, father, son. And they were way back in the woods where we were this morning, actually. So it was was a great adventure for Marcus, who's been uh, wheelchair-bound since he was born. And now he's hunted Africa. Yes. And he's an avid hunter in a wheelchair. And he's a hard worker. He's a wonderful young man, you said. He is, absolutely. And works 40 hours a week in, in his chair. And he's very active in the church, and then he's actually on the board of directors for Hunters Helping Hunters as well. So he's a, just an amazing young man. And you said he does devotionals for you on the hunt. Yes. Yeah, so as I, as I mentioned earlier, when we started, uh, we weren't a Christian organization. We were just a hunting organization, mm-hmm. taking people out. Now our focus is on the gospel and Letting people know about Jesus and showing, trying to show the love of Jesus through our through our helpers. And Marcus does devotions at our noon meal on Saturday, and touches many hearts yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into some hunting a little bit more into hunting, and we're gonna get into how God takes care of us as as you take care of forest. It very well relates to how God takes care of us and and prunes us, and it, sometimes it's painful. But he does that. So we are going to take a break. Adam is going to share with you a little bit more about Christmas and what we have to offer for our listeners there. And then when we come back, uh, we're going to be with Paul Branch again, and we're going to talk about his life and what God has had him do for many years now. We'll be right back. For the last 26 years, God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventure has been broadcast out to win men and women, boys and girls for Jesus Christ. This is only possible by the generosity of our listeners. Thank you to all who have supported us in the past. God has blessed us because of you. We pray for you to feel his blessings as well. Additional underwriting support has been provided by Matthews Archery, the leader in the archery industry. Mission Archery, with revolutionary crossbow technology. Three Rivers Archery, supplying everything you need to make your own traditional archery equipment. Hunter Safety Systems, saving lives is what we do. And Conviction Game Calls. At Conviction, we do not separate work from our faith. We believe that our faith should be evident in every aspect of our lives, and the outdoors is one of the best places to share that. God's Great Outdoors has produced many ministry tools, including tracts, DVDs, and books to help you reach others for Jesus Christ. You can access these items, other God's Great Outdoors items, and so much more at our website, ggoutdoors.org. That's ggoutdoors.org. 
It's the season of giving and serving, and we'd like to offer our listeners, readers, and supporters a special gift from God's Great Outdoors. During December, we'd like to give you one of the outdoors devotionals written by our host. Dean has shared many hunting, fishing, and outdoor stories combined with scriptural truths in these devotionals. Every donation of $20 or more to God's Great Outdoors will receive a 30-day devotional. Gifts of $100 or more will receive a 365-day devotional and journal. These devotionals will become a daily activity that will bring you back day after day. Become a partner of God's Great Outdoors this month and be rewarded with a gift that will keep on giving. And thank you for your support of God's Great Outdoors. Welcome back to God's Great Outdoors. We're on the trail to adventure with Paul Branch in Indiana doing a little bit of deer hunting. We've had some great success in in the blind of visiting and sharing the Lord. It's been, we've been in tears a few times. It's been, it's been really good. Um, I appreciate Adam and, and all he does for us. I, the, the segments in the middle of our shows and the intro and the outro. And thanks for Paul again for being with me. And uh, why don't you share a, one of the stories you've had probably hundreds of hunts. So why don't you share one of the stories where that really impacted you or somebody else? Sure. And uh, I, I definitely want to say that, you know, anything that we talk about today or anything that you hear from me, I want it to be glory to God. And, and it's a, w- a witness to God's love, compassion, and forgiveness in my life. And I just want to give the Lord the glory for everything. Amen. But um, one of the, you know, the, like Dean said, boy, there, you know, I could probably talk all day long yeah. about s- stories. It's kind of like a, us hunters and our fishermen telling these tales and, and I, I wouldn't want to exaggerate tales because, uh, you know, these these are just wonderful people that right. we've hunted with over the years. And, uh, of course, they don't get outside much, uh, most of them. And they have just so many obstacles, difficulties. But uh, one of the most memorable amongst many memorable hunts was I was guiding an Amish uh, gentleman. And he was in his early 30s at the time. His name was Joe. Uh, he had muscular dystrophy, could barely lift his hands off his lap, and uh, he's he's still alive today, praise the Lord. But he shot a deer with the help of a apparatus that we have that holds the gun. But he sighted the deer in mm-hmm. and shot the deer. But he he shot it back a little bit, and so uh, I suggested we wait, and uh, we went and got lunch, came back, and he and I were out in the middle of a big woods together. And uh, he sat in the truck while I tracked this deer down. I did find the deer, and uh, this was one of the first deer he had taken. And this was this turns out to be, you know, the biggest thing of his life all year long. Just really looks forward to it. But I get back up to the truck. I said, hey, Joe, you know, excited, high five, found your deer. And uh, he was just so overcome with emotion, you know, at, at that moment and excited. And it was quite the accomplishment, you know, for Joe. And so I was just also overwhelmed with joy for him. And uh, so Joe, Joe looked at me and uh, he said, he said, Paul, I just got to know, why, why would you want to do this for me? You know, why, why do you want to go to all this trouble and take me out? And by the way, there's, you know, we have many, many wonderful guides and uh, we have gals that do meals and so it's not it's not about right. paul here. and i met a couple of them the other day and we had, yes. we had a great night yeah so just a great organization with a great bunch of people so i'm just one of them but uh, the lord's behind this whole thing so when joe asked me that wow it just 
it just struck me. You know, a lot of people thank us and why would you guys, why would you do this for me, Paul? You know, and and so I, my response was, you know, Joe, it's it's not me, it's it's Jesus in me uh, that compels me to wanna join you in the woods and and give you this opportunity. You know, so it was a segment into my faith in Jesus Christ and an opportunity to share that with them. Well, that, yeah, that's awesome and. I want to go from that to something else. You are a forester by trade and by passion. You know, I mean, you've got a passion. We, we've had a great time in the woods. Some I've had a few trees that I didn't know, and I've learned some things. And we've talked about a lot of things with forests. And with that, you're, one of your main jobs for how many years have you been a forester? I've basically been a forester for about 44 years. Wow. Yeah. And that's about to not come to an end, but as a full-time profession in about three, two weeks. That's correct. Oh, yes. well, yeah. I'm excited for you because where God's bringing you. I've gotten to see some things in the forest, not on this, well, on this hunt, some new things that you and Micah and I, Turkey Hunt, did two years ago, and we had a great time together, and you ended up with COVID, and we, we cut it short. But one of the things that I've noticed, and I'd like you to explain a little bit, because I had never seen it before, but you, when you plant hardwood trees, you also plant other trees around them. You could explain that and then what you do later on to remove and but what you you could explain because I don't know the terminology for it. I know the the theory behind it or the the facts behind it, but if you'd explain that what you do for that. Yeah, so on this property actually at Wittemack, Indiana where we have a plantation. Uh we generally call them hardwood plantations in Indiana. We would plant a row of hardwoods basically of best species for the particular soil that's in that mm-hmm. area and uh, then we would plant a row of white pine uh, in this case and sycamores also used but a, a faster growing uh, species such as white pine and it works as a leader tree and it grows faster causes the other tree to uh, compete for sunlight which is the biggest limiting factor to tree growth and so you know when I it's funny it just hit me but it's like a mentor you know mm-hmm. the the white pine is a mentor for the hardwood trees, the oaks, the walnuts, and the various species that we plant. So then once the trees or the plantations reach approximately 15 to 20 years, depending on the soils, then we go in and we select future crop trees from the hardwood rows, and then we thin by girdling the white pines. We don't cut the white pines out of the stand in this area, but we, because there's no real commercial value or, right. you know, there's right. no paper mills in this area. So then we just ring the trees with a chainsaw, kill them. And then that opens the hardwood tree, the future crop tree up to more sunlight. And then, so we gain the height by the competition from the white pines. And then we aim to expand the crown mm-hmm. by increasing the, the crown space on at least two to three sides then we can increase the growth rates by at least 50% faster than what it was prior to the thinning. Well, I think what you just said about it's like having a mentor alongside you because that conifer tree that, that's growing, uh, the white pine in that situation, is growing up and it's growing faster. It encourages that other tree to grow alongside of it and grow straight and strong. And what a great example of, an, of a mentor in a Christian walk because that's, that's what we're called to do for one. That's discipleship. That's a great, great segue into where your life is going because you've got 40-some years 
of forestry. And, you'll, and you're still going to do a little bit of that. And you, and you do some management for some pe- private people and, and things. But God's leading you into, into more. We even talk about the, the way that God is ta- changing your life and your wife's lives. She just retired. And yes. wh- where, he's, where he's using you. Yes, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Dean. Uh, my wife, Gina, is just a love of my life. You know, I'm just th- so thankful to the Lord for all the blessings that I have. And I'm thankful for this this time in my life. And I, I thought I was going to struggle because I'm pretty much, a, I, I don't know how you say it, but uh, I like to work yeah. and uh, have worked hard uh, my whole career and been blessed. Uh, I've basically worked at just a couple of companies. I've worked at the current company for 40 years. Came to Indiana. It's been the, just a wonderful career. But at this point, we've been praying a lot in the last few years, knowing that this time was going to come for both of us. We're just asking the Lord to show us what he would like us to do. Our hearts are to share the love of Jesus with people. And for many years, I was, you know, as a newer believer, I was more reluctant to Mm -hmm. share that. I was, you know, was just nervous or what would the reaction be? But now my heart is, and my wife's heart, is to share the love of Jesus to others unashamedly. Um, And we're currently involved in several ministries both of us are Gideons, so we visit inmates in the jail mm-hmm. on a regular basis and hopefully having an impact there. Obviously, Hunters Helping Hunters, and then you know we're active in church and, and do- different activities. So I, I do want to have a shout-out for Inspiration Ministries as well. These people are struggling with addictions, and Inspiration Ministries, a Christian organization, is really helping uh, these men and women with their struggles. So that those those are a few things that we'd like to get more involved in with them. Well, and more hopefully time. God's great outdoors, because I think the tie that we've got together, the times that we've spent, and the ties that God has put with us, I, I believe that um, you could help us be a big impact in ways as well. And I'm excited about that yeah. because again, it's a it's an out outdoor right. ministry right. and. And uh, so both of us have a and we a can background speak in that. just in in what we've shared, just being in the woods, um, talking about creation, talking about how God does these things. There's you can tell a salvation story, you can tell a redemption story, you can tell a growth story, a discipleship story through that. And some an outdoors person, men or woman, women, can understand it if you give it to them and something they have a passion for. And you know the the Bible. The Bible never says anywhere um, that we should retire. And that doesn't mean we don't leave the job we've been doing. But that gives us more time to do the things that Christ has called us to, really, if you think about it. Absolutely. And I, I think that so many people, and in our churches, get to 65 years old or 70 years old or 60 years old, and they say, okay, I've done my share. And you know what? I think if God gives us that freedom to to be able to to get by without our day-to-day job. That's just more opportunity to share his love and do what he's, what he's doing. My, my mom is, I shouldn't say this on the radio, but I think she's 88. <laughs> she listens to God's Great Outdoors every week, even before I was here. And But she called her, after my dad passed away, the Lord called her to lead a women's Bible study, which she said she could never do. But I think God gives us that opportunity to do these things uh, for him later in life that we didn't have time to do when we were raising kids and we were making a living. 
all of a sudden we have that time and we've got the knowledge, we've got the heart for it. And if we don't do it, we're, we're being, we're not doing what God wants us to do. So I'm excited for you. To be honest, I'm kind of excited for me, I'm excited for the ministry. Um, we've had a great time hunting together. We're hoping to do a couple more between now and next spring, whether it be down here or up there in the UP of Michigan or hopefully down south too. We're, we're looking at doing that, and I think that'd be a great trip for us. And Dean, I did, I did want to say something. You know, I uh, <coughs> took Dean out, and uh, he hasn't harvested a buck yet, and I, so I, I've told him several times we've got better guides uh, with Hunters Helping Hunters. We call it Triple H for short, but if he wants a, a better guide, <laughs> we, can, we can arrange that. So. Yeah, no, I don't think we would have the same conversation. Um, and I don't know, I think we could have fun with uh, – with the couple of the guys we were with the other night, particularly one of them, um, yeah. <laughs> telling jokes, but yes. we, but we would, uh, but it wouldn't be the same. It, it's honestly been great. Hopefully tonight we saw a big buck last night. We're going to try, if he comes out in the same place, yeah. can't guarantee we're going to harvest him, but we are going to give it our best try. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. but I really appreciate you. You know, it's, um, it's funny that we're talking on trees and, and training trees and, and I've done a, a small, I've written a lot on, um, creating Christmas trees, how they do that with pruning them back to make them turn into something beautiful. And that's what God does as well for us. That Those things that aren't productive, he prunes back. And sometimes it's painful. And we learned today more about that. I, I love the idea of the mentoring tree. Now, from now on, you'll think of that. Yes. That's a mentor tree. Yes. Uh, we could change. We could change the the forestry lingo on this, yeah. but uh, and I appreciate. I, I you know I, you've become a, a loved brother, and I really appreciate that. I'm having a great time Me here. Um, hopefully, we'll bring a deer home. But if not, it doesn't really make any difference tomorrow in my life, because what we're gaining out of this is far more important than the, the trophy for the wall. So, absolutely. You know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron, and I'm just so thankful this time I've had with you, Dean. I've, I've admired Dean from his uh, reading his devotions for several years, like I said, and it's made a great impact in my life, and I appreciate it. And uh, I think we both do have the same heart at this point, uh, not retiring from life, just taking on a new some new challenges or not really challenges, new blessings. And, and at this time, I am all in to serve the Lord for the rest of my life and it's just a great opportunity. Amen. Yeah. And we do have a lot of opportunities with God's Great Outdoors right now. We've, uh, Paul and I have been sitting around talking for two or three days, along with your lovely wife, and we've been talking about different ways we could reach out to others. And um, Paul's planning on or hoping to come alongside of us and do some of that. But I just wanted to share that with more opportunities comes more need for funding. And we're coming up on the end of the year, and a lot of people are wondering how they could find a place to to um, grow God's work, and we would be glad if you would uh, come alongside of us. Adam is sharing uh, how you can do that this month, but uh, we would love for you to join in with us. And, and if you'd like, go to our website and sign up for our newsletters. You'll see the projects that we're working on. We'd be glad to send those to you, and uh, we would appreciate any donations given. We are a 501c3 corporation, so... Anything you give uh, can be deductible, and I really appreciate our listeners as I appreciate you, Paul, and we will uh, hopefully do this again someday, and maybe after I shoot a buck, we'll see. (laughs) But but I did get a turkey last time, so I don't want to be greedy. Thank you to our listeners for joining us. Thank you, Paul, for being part of this with me. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate the opportunity. 
it's great to be with everybody. And Adam is going to see us out now. And hopefully next week, you join us again on the trail to adventure in God's great outdoors. Most of us have taken trees and forests for granted. After today's show, we hope that you take special notice as to how God uses his creation in unison with how he grows his children. With Christmas Day upon us, we want to remind all of our listeners to remember why we celebrate Christmas. It's not about the gifts, the food, the decorations, or anything, but the remembrance of the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's his birth that we celebrate. If you've enjoyed today's program and would like to hear the extended podcast version, you can find it by looking for Dean Hulse or Trail to Adventure wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This program is provided by and can be contacted at God's Great Outdoors, P.O. Box 414, Powers, Michigan, 49874, or on the website, ggoutdoors.org. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for the last year of being with us. For our host, Dean Hulse, and our guest, Paul Branch, this is Adam Erickson wishing you a very Merry Christmas. We look forward to when we get together again next week as we travel down the trail to adventure in God's great outdoors.